Hello everybody, welcome back, Podcast Ucast, or Josiah Taylor, and here today we are going to be talking about the facts and opinions on alcohol and cigarettes, or e-cigarettes. Now, there's a lot to go over on those different things. I was asked this question a long time ago, and I had made a recording for it, but the recording got deleted. So, I don't want to let my viewers down, I want to re-record, I want to do this this time, and I want to inform you of actual facts and statistics that have been proven, and also just some different personal opinions about what I think on these topics. First off, we're just going to go into a little bit of alcohol or alcohol consumption. Now first, I'll start with the facts. I'll give you the blatant stuff, and then I'll give you some of my opinion on it. One of the first few things, especially with coming toward addiction, is 40 million, or 1 in 7, ages 12 and older, have a substance problem. That's crazy. 12 years old, having a substance abuse issue. This is more than numbers of Americans with heart conditions, which is 27 million, diabetes, 26, and cancer, 19 million. It's crazy that there's that many people, one in seven, having a substance problem. Like, I think that's crazy in our world, having that much. I'm using a site, it's called Center on Addiction, and it just talks about some of the different things about what it is, being like alcohol addicted, how to get off of it, you know, prevention, treatment, just some different things about it. Like, can you prevent addiction? One way that addiction and substance abuse can be prevented is through screening and early intervention. Prevention must begin during childhood and extend into later adolescence. Despite the benefits and availability of screening and early intervention tools, too few health professionals, school personnel, and social service providers routinely screen for tobacco slash nicotine, alcohol, and other drug use. So I'm not, I'm not going to give you too much, not too much of the big words or things you won't really understand. So I'm going to try and just like, you know, skim through it, look at here. Some of the things, a lot of things with alcohol, you know, can be very socially influenced and based. I mean, you want to resist social pressures to engage in substance abuse, strengthen self-esteem, you know, improve decision-making and communication skills and manage stress and anxiety and other prevention strategies also include increasing taxes and tobacco and alcohol products to reduce use, particularly among young people, reducing the availability of access prescription medications, restricting advertising on additive substances, particularly to young people, and restricting marketing of additive substances in ways that appeal to youth. Because going toward a little bit of the e-cigarettes, it's very much appealing to youth because it's something simple, something easy. You don't have to have a lighter. You can just carry it with you wherever you go. It's simple. It's easy to conceal. It's just, it's something that's easy to carry around for the most part. So a little bit of my opinions on alcohol. Alcohol consumption honestly should not be a thing that is happening occasionally or often or really at all during your high school or middle school or anything before kind of years. Now, there are different things where if there is a situation where you're at home with a parent and they let you try it once um, or twice, but not, not giving you an exceeding amount or anything major, just something small of a dose, even I haven't had that, but I would highly recommend not going anything more above that because it can start to, the curiosity can start to get to you and you can want to try it again. You know, people just get used to it. 
how it is. I think it makes sense to be at least out of high school, but I would highly even recommend over 21, <laughs> as most cases are, you know, with going to bars and different clubs and places like that where that is accessible. Different events that do make sense though in your adult life as you get older to consume alcohol, for instance, or small doses of wine or alcohol at a wedding or at a get together just with some friends at your house or somebody else's house. You know, something that is like limited where someone's being monitored, you know, having a designated driver is always very important. Even if you only consume just a little bit, you do not want to be on the road no matter what, no matter how you know, able you think you are to be on the road and be in control. Sometimes you're not, and either way you can get pulled over and you, yeah, it's it just, it's not good. Not a good situation. So overall kind of wrapping up just a little bit of the alcohol kind of area, I just, I wouldn't recommend it in a teen kind of environment, and I definitely wouldn't pressure other people to do it. So. Now we are moving on to cigarettes and e-cigarettes. So there's this amazing site, you know, The Real Cost. I'm sure you've heard of it. There's lots of advertisements for it. And I know it sounds stupid, but honestly, it's really not. It's very, very useful for knowing information and learning things that you didn't know before about smoking or about e-cigarettes. So a question that somebody had for a Q&A was what are the immediate health effects of smoking? Most people don't know what, what are all the differences. With the first puff of a cigarette, harmful chemicals enter your lungs and move quickly into your bloodstream, affecting almost every organ in your body. It might not seem like a lot, but even smoking a cigarette now and then can harm you. If you start smoking at a young age, the growth of your lungs can be stunted and the development of your brain can be altered. Now going on a personal note, why would you want to be having something going into your body that would that would stunt your brain growth, that would keep you from thinking freely in every way that you can as a human being. Like, why would you want to limit that? What smoking can cost you? It can cost you fresh breath. It can cost you a white smile, healthy lungs, strong immune system, years of your life. You don't think about it now, and you think about, oh, it's just whatever. But you think about with each puff, that could be another month, another week, just another day of your life that you don't have or that you won't have in the future. Just think about that. Think about your children and your grandchildren when you get older, or if you have children now, think about how disappointed they would be knowing that their parent or their grandparent passed away another month or another year earlier than they should have because of smoking, because of that decision that they decided to make. Think about how sad that is for the rest of your life that you have to live with that, thinking, you know what, I might die just a little bit sooner because I was stupid and decided to do this and ruin my immune system. Think about how many hearts that hurts. It won't even just hurt your own, it'll hurt other people that you love and that you will love in your life in the future. I've thought about that a lot and that's like one of the main reasons also that I would never do it. It's not healthy and it would hurt a lot of people, not just myself. It doesn't only affect you, it does affect other people. Cigarette smoke is filled with more than 70 cancer-causing chemicals, including these. Well, hold on, I'm trying to figure out how to pronounce this. Formal, formaldehyde, 
formaldehyde, that's what it's called, found in a balling fluid and cigarette smoke. Man, I should have read these before a little bit better. Naphthalene, found in mothballs and cigarette smoke. Toline? T-O-L-U-N-E. T-O-L-E-N-E. Found in paint thinner and cigarette smoke. Lead. Found in old paint and cigarette smoke. It's not not good stuff, guys. Benefits of not smoking. Okay? You'll feel less stressed. Your lungs a chance to reach their full potential. You'll avoid early wrinkles and stained teeth caused by smoking. You'll have more money to spend on cool stuff. Who doesn't like that? And you'll stay in control. You won't have that addiction taking over. So, I mean, there's a lot of benefits to that. Having more money. People spend a lot of money on cigarettes it, throughout their life. If you, Especially if you start young. As a young adult, and you keep going until you're elderly, or even if you make it there, you will have spent a lot, a lot of money on cigarettes. You want to avoid wrinkles. What woman does not want to avoid wrinkles that they don't have to have? <laughs> Lungs a chance to reach their full potential? Like... Being able to run, being able to do things with your friends, being able to exercise freely without having to worry about breathing issues and trying to be like in track or field, you know, and you vape and then it's just like, that doesn't help you. That only puts you down, it puts you lower. Like, why do you wanna put yourself in that position to not reach your full potential? You'll feel less stressed. Why would you not wanna be less stressed, especially as a high schooler, but even as just a young adult, you want to be as least, sorry, the least amount of stress that you possibly can during your young adult life. Like, the less stressed you are, the better for everyone's sake. I'm sure I can speak for that. Because nobody wants to always have to be stressed or feel stressed all the time. Having that anxiety or that kind of panic, like relieving that stress is very nice. And not smoking does it all by itself. Just having less stress. So it's super nice. And staying in control Staying in control is very important because you don't want your life where you're not in control, where you're drinking all the time and smoking. You're not in control of your addiction to the cigarettes, possibly dying sooner, having alcohol consumption and making stupid choices or things that you're doing things that you'll regret for the rest of your life. You don't want to live with that. Okay, moving a little bit to more of the e-cigarettes, you have a cigalike. I think that's how it's pronounced, which looks like a cigarette, but it's electronic. You have a normal vape pen. You have a box mod, which is a little bit bigger. And then you have a vape pod, which is typically the jewel kind of look for it. How much nicotine is in an e-cigarette? Nicotine levels in an e-cigarette are highly variable with some reaching or exceeding levels found in combustible cigarettes. Labeling is not always a reliable indicator of nicotine content, as studies have found mislabeling to be a common issue in the category, especially if you're going with something off-brand, but even something that is supposedly trustable, you have to be very, very careful if you are purchasing them. Because most people, there's even, I'm trying to find the statistic, but there's a lot of people who didn't even know. Yeah. 2018 Truth Initiative study published in Tobacco Control found that among current youth and young adult Juul users, the majority, 63%, did not know that the product always contains nicotine. Like, 
you would think people would always know that it does. But some people are not aware, maybe you aren't aware, that jewel pots have nicotine. It is not good for you in any way. And just knowing that they haven't fully had enough time to understand exactly all the effects of the long term of e-cigarettes. We know more about normal cigarettes because we've had them for longer, but even then there's still more stuff that we're discovering or more stuff that we're finding out. Back in the day, before they really had a lot of good, reliable science and information, they thought cigarettes were good for you. They thought it was something healthy. <laughs> and you know, we know now they're not. They don't benefit you in any way. That's one of the main things too. Cigarettes do not benefit you. They label you. Alcohol addiction defines you. Cigarette or e-cigarette addiction defines you. You don't want anything else in your life to define you, but yourself and the rest of your actions that you make. You don't want some stupid product that a company is making to define your life. Like nobody wants that. Remember, same thing, keeping control. The more control you have, the better. Patterns of use in youth. The last five years have seen enormous spikes in youth e-cigarettes use rates. In 2017, 11% of high school students had used an e-cigarette in the past 30 days. Already by 2018, that number had risen by 21%. And 2019, 27.5% of high school students had used e-cigarettes in the past month, compared with a very small amount of youth use in 2011, 1.5%. This represents an increase of more than 1,800% in just eight years, with a substantial increase occurring between 2013 and 2015, when use rose from 4.5% to 16%, coinciding with the emergence of Juul. Juul has caused a lot of things to happen and a lot of chain of events. Before I remember in junior high, Jeweling was not a big deal. I didn't even know really anything about it. Or that it was a thing. I just knew about normal cigarettes. And starting to get into like freshman year from eighth grade, maybe going to freshman year and stuff, you know, started discovering what that was and that people had it. And it wasn't even just an adult thing. Like even just as a teenager, I thought, oh, this is only an adult thing that some adults have that are just addicted. But no, a lot of my colleagues, if you're listening to this, you might even have it. You might have an addiction, you know, something you want to get over. And if you need help or you need someone to reach out to, not only you can reach out to me, but let me help you find someone that can help you and you can get out of this addiction phase for whether it's alcohol or whether it's cigarettes or doing certain kinds of drugs or medication that you should not be taking or overusing. Like, please, like I mean it. If it's like ruining your life truly and you don't know how to explain it and you just wanna seem cool, you want to seem something like, confide in me. Like, I will be here for you. I'm not one of those people who's going to rat you out or do something or be like, oh, yeah, this person tools. Like, come on, man. How could you ever do that? Like, I promise you, I'm not going to do that to you. I'm here to help you in every way that I can. No matter how hard the struggle may seem, all it is is a click or a button, a way to reach me. I promise it'll be worth it in the long term. If you want to reach out, please let me know if you're still listening. That's great. 
I'm glad to see that you are still here and you are actively participating and listening to this podcast. So that's pretty much most of what I have to say about that. Just wrapping it up, I don't really approve or, you know, I don't, I don't push those things to be in your life. I don't want you to be addicted to something. Again, don't want something to define you. I want to be able to interact with people where I know every day that they're able to think freely and they're able to be 100% the best that they can as a human being without something else humanly made that's just ruining and tearing apart at the seams of their life, just ripping their soul and their heart apart. I don't want that for my friends, for my family, for people I don't know, you know, for strangers. I don't want that for them. I want people to live a healthy and full life. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Don't forget, reach out to me on Snapchat or Instagram or Facebook if you want to get in contact with me to respond to what I've said here. Again, if you want to reach out, please let me know. Or if you enjoyed, just let me know and give me, please, like, give me topics for what to come up with. I had to come up with this myself from a past thing, but give me things to talk about. Like, I need things that I want you guys to be talking about because. We talk about on here what you want to know. That is the point of this podcast, not to always inform me, even though I am always learning things from this. I want to not only inform myself, but I want to focus on informing you guys. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Check out the YouTube as well. There should be a link on my Anchor. Download the app Anchor. Go to anchor.fm slash start for what I'm using to make a podcast. It is very, very useful. It is a very good website or even just application on your phone to make a podcast but not only make a podcast and listen to podcasts from the diverse community around you so please look into that if you would like thank you guys so much for listening i hope you enjoyed and i'll see you guys in the next podcast this saturday